This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. that is you know what we're looking at we're looking at uh the screen <laughs> well what are your incredible breakdowns yes. all these breakdowns number one all right now we got to look and what we're looking at is magic mm-hmm. and your screen emotes magic yeah all right and it, people say the same thing about movies mm-hmm. like i love movies of course like i love story yeah right the whole comes thing. to life on the yes. screen you bring football to life. Thank you, Cuz. You do. You bring the, the characters and the story, the plot line. It comes to life, and it comes to life on our screen every night when we're breaking down film and watching yeah. this stuff. It's it's a new story. It's a new character. It is, but, you know, it's like, um, you know, the, football is so full of cliches, and, you know, we all know what the, all of them are. Every week's a new week, just one week at a time. Let's just win to all that stuff, but Honestly, every game is its own story. Yeah. Every game tells yeah. a story. Fine, so man. when you watch enough of these things, it's like somebody, if you went to Wall Street and you're uh, an analyst, you're a stock analyst, and you just look at the screen, like some of these people are, you know, their minds are just different, right? So they're just looking at, um, say, Fruit of the Loom, okay? Like this, okay, it trades between 10 and $13 a share, okay? And it's like on its way up to 13. And like they know it's going to be sold. It's like you look at enough of these games and you just see the story unfold. Yeah. And you never know what it's going to be yeah. until you watch it. Yeah. But that's why I tell people, I'm like, look, you don't have to agree with the things that I say or that I do. And you don't have to respect it. But I have well, watched you should it. respect it. Okay, but, but I have watched it through a, a set of pretty decent eyes about the game. And not, and, but it's time consuming. So not many people that are in this business sit there and watch the screen and see what the story is yeah. and see. And that's why it's so fun for me to be entertaining, talking about it to a degree and why people like it is because it's not just X's and O's. It's Jason Kelsey does things at center that nobody's ever done. I don't know how he still does it, but he does it. Like you can't take your eyes off him when he's pulling, like who's going to hit how far down the field is he going to run? So every single team has got these characters. They're good players. They're players. I'm watching the Patriots last week. They got players that don't belong in this league because they can't beat man coverage. Yet they're throwing to these guys. 
Like one of them is Jalen Rager. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, know, like, yeah, you, like, you can't like yeah. you, you like all Washington does is play man coverage, and New England's losing to Washington last week. I don't see any man beaters. No. I don't see anything to help out Mac Jones. And I'm like, like you got wide receivers, Tyquan Thornton. You got these guys that aren't beating man coverage. So if they're not beating it, either you need new receivers or a better system to get these guys free. Well, I think a lot of that's still with. Better receivers. I mean, better receivers help. I mean, that's always been one of his flaws yes. in Belichick, which is talent. Like, you know, listen, it's great. He'll get guys that can block down the field, and they're they're all interchangeable pieces, jackknife, all that stuff. Where's the immense talent? Do you remember when Brady had Randy Moss? Yeah. How unstoppable the from Patriots the first game. Looked? From the very first game in 2007, the first game he caught two touchdown passes against Miami. I can still see the plays. Like, he still has the record for most touchdown catches in a season, 23 that year. Hey. Like, it, it was just, Randy's just going to run by Darrell Revis. We're going to throw it up. Whoever it was, didn't matter. It was amazing because, well, like, if you go back to the annals of that Patriots dynasty and who Brady had to throw to. Troy Brown, you know, like he had torn small. You know, like, you know, he, yeah. he Troy Brown was a good player. He was a good player. And could play. It was, a, you remember, he was always on the hands team on the other side. Yes. They, you know, they would bring him in at, de at defensive back. Right. He would play both games. ways. He yeah. played both ways. Yeah. But, you know, like, you know, they had some elite players. Gronk was an elite player for a long time. It's funny because isn't the Chiefs, aren't the Chiefs kind of like the Gronk Patriots in that he was such a vital part? Like, it, it just all revolved around Gronk the way it all revolves around Kelsey. Yeah. Well, it was his safety blanket. You know, you're in the red zone. Things are muddled over there. Where the hell is Gronk? Yeah. I'll find Gronk. Yeah. You know, like, you know, sometimes your best option in that part of the field is just let it throw it up. Let yeah. a big guy go get it. Yeah. And Gronk could go get it with the best of them that's ever done it. You know, we missed it because uh, recently it was tight ends day. Yes. I have a T-shirt, uh, National Tight Ends Day. Oh, you do? Yeah, they sent me a T-shirt. I wore it that day. Oh, nice. It was great. But, you know, like, uh, you know, my favorite, my I, I fell in love with John Mackey as a kid. I love Johnny Unitas. He threw to John Mackey. Um, you know, like, that was the first tight end that I remember. There was Dave Casper. Like, you go Raiders. back to the annals. Yeah. Kellen Winslow. Chargers. Yeah. I remember one time I was up at, uh, it was the opening day of training camp in New England. And I'm up there covering the team. It was the year Brady um, was came back from suspension or something, you know. So it was like everybody wanted to talk about Brady or whatever. So, um, you know, they had Gronk and they had Hernandez then. So I, I raised my hand, like in the press conference, right? Belichick calls on me. I'm like, Coach, like I, everywhere I see, teams need these flex tight ends. You, you've got one. You've got two of them. That can do it. What What do you think about when somebody says flex tight ends? <laughs> it was like he couldn't. He, he ate it up, cause first of all, he had to. He went thirty minutes on the flex tight end, and the press conference was over. And everybody up there in New England was pissed at me. Everybody from the Boston Globe to all the Nesson, all the stations up there. He went. He went. Kellen Winslow, like he went through all of the, the you know, Shannon Sharp, like he did. He went through 15 tight ends to get to where he was. He he, he it was just one of those things that. All right, let's play the game. Yeah. 
Let's play the game. So you go Casper. You go Kellen Winslow, who was, I mean, that, that was that Air Coriel. Yeah, oh, yeah. The greatest game. I remember I was a little boy. I fell in love with it. I just loved it. It was the Dolphins, Chargers. Yeah, yeah overtime. Double overtime. Yeah. Double overtime, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. The playoff game. It was freezing. It was No, it was like this epic battle. Oh, my God. I just remember. And I remember Winslow were like, on the field. Oh, yeah, yeah just exhausted. Yeah, yeah. Just exhausted. Yeah. It's, 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 it's just an iconic shot. In fact, somewhere in NFL films, there's a picture of Winslow out there on the field, exhausted at the end of yeah. the game. All right, let's keep going through tight ends. So I hated Mark Bavaro. I played with Mark Bavaro for one year in Philadelphia. Did you really? He was oh, one of my all-time. But he was still good. He came back from a knee and you know, bad knee surgery and all that stuff, but he was still good. Like, he was one of my top five favorite teammates of all time. Was he really? I asked him one day. I, I hated him because I was an Eagle fan. He was a giant. So, I remember, um, you know, he didn't say a whole lot of words. You know, you had to, like, pull it out of him. But one day, we, we used to love, like, me and my buddy Rich Miano, we used to love just teasing him. So, I asked him one day, I go, what's, what's the worst injury you played with, Bravo? He goes, uh, well, the time that I had a, a broken toe and a broken jaw. So he had the jaw wired, and he had a broken toe, oh. and he played. He played. <laughs> Your heart is a broken toe. Oh my but god! I don't even know how you breathe without opening your mouth. Mm. Like I can't imagine. Like you're sucking wind, and you can't get a gulp of air. Like, you know. So you know, like everybody has different pain now, tolerance. Now was he? Was this true? Because you'll know this. The legend has it that Mark Bavaro would work out with manhole covers. He would bench manhole covers. Yeah. New York City manhole covers. Okay. And he would bench them. Is that true? I don't know. I never saw him do that. And I don't. I, he never told me that story. It might be true. He became a black belt in karate when he got done playing. Physically, he was just a gift. Can I remember work out with manhole covers? Is that possible? I, I, no, I mean, I, I'm sure that you when you're strapped for... You know, to find things, you know, like you'll you'll lift tree trunks or whatever it might be. Yeah. I remember, like, uh, it was the Hall of Fame game one year. Madden's doing the game. And I forget which tight end. Oh, I know. It was like Jeremy Shockey. Oh, yeah. So Shockey's coming out. Yeah. He's the buzz. Yeah. I, Jeremy Shockey. Miami, So baby. he's catching, like, a pass yeah, in the yeah. Hall of Fame game, right? And everybody's gloating yeah. over Jeremy Shockey. And, and, and Madden just busts out. He goes, Let's just hold our horses. I don't think we're looking at Mark Bavaro here. Oh, really? The Giants are playing. So he like he threw Mark Bavaro out there. And I'm like, John, you're so right, man. Like that guy was a cold blooded killer. All right, so let's play National Tight Ends Day. All right, now here's the game. So we're going through teams. Mm. All right, I'm going to go through teams. We're going to start in the AFC, and uh, we'll start with the Raiders. You say Casper? I'll say Casper. Else? All right. Yeah. Charges. Well, well, they also they also had what's his name. Um, the guy from BYU with the Raiders. Uh, the guy that had the black long hair. He was a commentator. Christian. What was his name? He, he passed away. Like, uh, uh, oh, gosh. I, I'm forgetting. I'm blanking on his name. But I can see his face. Oh, right now. oh yes. Christensen. Christensen. Todd yeah. Christensen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Todd yes. Christensen. Yeah, okay, Christensen. Yes. 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 Yeah. He was good. He was a good player. Yeah, he was. He was a good player. All right. Chargers is Winslow. Yes. Chiefs. Chiefs. Oh, well, I mean, you know. Kelsey? Yeah, but I mean, Gonzalez. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Tony G. Tony G, man. He was Tony G was an OG. Yeah, I mean, like he went to Atlanta, had a second act, but like I'll never forget watching. You have a Tony G cut here? Yeah, we pull up some Tony G, man. I mean, that guy could that guy was a true why. He could he could block with the best. So I covered the nineteen ninety eight NCAA tournament. Okay. Oh, was he at Cal? Cal. That was impressive. All right? Yeah. Tony G. Yeah. He Duke won it. It was in St. Pete. It was uh it was It was in St. Pete. And it was, in fact, Michigan State and the Flintstones, Izzo's Flintstones were there. And if Duke was there, was Connecticut there? Duke, probably, yeah, probably so. Oh, and, and I think and I was at the, I think I, it was in St. Pete. Yeah, it was at the dome there. I think I went to. Yeah. One of the, I think I went to the semifinal game. Kentucky was Kentucky. There? I think Kentucky was there. Okay, because I remember who was this starlet who loved the University of Kentucky. Oh yeah, the actress. Yeah, the Ashley actress. Judd. Actually, Ashley Judd. And she was walking around the the, uh, the press room. Yeah. And like she, she was cool. Yeah, she like, oh, she had the UK oh, yeah, yeah, thing on her, you know, thing. No, celebrity she fan. She was cool, though. She was that, like, that, that, I remember, like, she wasn't Fugazi. No. She loved. No, she loved Kentucky. She loved Kentucky ball. Yeah. She it, did. It's funny. Her father, okay, her father um, was my, he was my BA when I was doing games at Fox. Get out. Like, he was married. He never married the judge, the, 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 the woman. But they had, but Ashley was their child. Really? So he wasn't, he, he, so she never got his name. She just took her mother's name. So it was a Judd family, but like he was the father of Ashley. So I was always like trying to get him. This yeah, before I, I see you hooking up with Ashley. Well, I, I, you know, I think at times she was like dating some like uh, Scottish, you know, Formula Act, One racer yeah, yeah, or something yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, you yeah. know, that type of. So like I was like, I would always like, you know, get on his case like, you know, like maybe uh, you should hey. fix me up with bring yeah. Ashley to a football game. <laughs> yeah. Have her sit in the booth. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go. So uh Tony G, Kelsey, as we do our national tight end, uh, mm-hmm. uh let's talk about Steelers. Yeah. Well, uh there's been a bunch of them. Uh you know, you gotta go back to the seventies when they had what, Dave Brown. Oh yeah. And they had uh Grossman, Burke Grossman. Yeah. <laughs> But I think it was but it was Grossman. <laughs> yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. But they had uh, they had the kid from Liberty for a long time. Yeah, the big kid looked like an offensive tackle. Yes, yes. Who's the kid? They he was on their '94 team. Yes, he was their big. He was like an yeah. oversized tight end. Yeah, can't think of his name right now. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Cincinnati, Cleveland, New York Jets, Mickey Schuler, Mickey Schuler, Penn Bust State. Out. Yeah, yeah, Penn State. Yeah. We could do that. By the way, Mark Andrews is a freaking great player. Great player, man. Great player. I remember doing an Oklahoma game when he was up there, and he was like their slot receiver. They didn't really have tight ends in the Big 12. They're they all flexed, you know. They didn't really line up in a wide formation. But I remember, like, some, you know, callers after a game, you know, like they blew out Kansas or somebody. And people were like, yeah, you know, Mark Andrews, like he's just a big, you know, wide receiver. I'm like. That dude can run routes, man. He like, can. When you watch him warm and he's up. He's got great hands. He's got great hands. But when you watch him warm up, honestly, if you put him side by side with Kelsey, like you, there's not that much of a difference. I mean, no. Kelsey's very fluid, he, and he has a great stride, and he can run every route. But when you watch Mark Andrews warm up and catch the ball and go through, like he's a big warm-up guy, 
Like they're they're similar size. They have great hands. They adjust to the ball well. It's Lamar's favorite target by far. Um, but he's he's an elite player. Did you play with Keith Jackson? No, I miss Keith. But I, but I played against Keith, and I'll tell you when. When he was at Oklahoma, they won the national championship. Yeah. I yeah. think in 87, yeah. Oklahoma won the national championship. Or 86, one, one of those years with Barry. And um, when I was with the Cowboys, we played in Norman, the national championship team. Okay, so like we, the Cowboys go up there, and it's, you know, it's Keith Jackson, it's Sam Clancy. Wait, wait, like, wait. The Cowboys... We played the University of Oklahoma national championship team at Oklahoma in a charity basketball game. Oh, that's awesome. It was awesome. That's uh, yeah. freaking That's awesome. Yeah. Right. So they had a packed house, you know, but Keith Jackson was playing in the game. Yeah. I don't know if Bosworth was there. I forget, like, some of the linemen were yeah, playing. Yeah. But they were good. Yeah. They had a lot of, I remember we were, <laughs> we probably shouldn't say this, but I remember, like, we all, we all, you know, I'm with Everson Walls and Michael Downs and, Dennis Thurman, you know, we bust up there. But, you know, they all have their Benzes, you know, whatever. I remember the Oklahoma player. They all had nicer cars. Than <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, that's pre-NIL. Yes. All right, yeah. that's NIL. Uh, all right, real quick, a couple more, and yeah. then we'll get to uh, what is supposed to be our Academy Awards. Yeah. Uh, Jay Novacek. Jay Novacek, man. Dallas. You remember he was drafted by Arizona. Yeah, like, he, he he got signed by Dallas, and I'll never forget. I remember in '92, I was with the Eagles, and Dallas. That was their first Super Bowl team. So Michael Irvin, Novacek, Emmett, Troy. I mean, you know, you know the guys. So we beat them on a Monday night, week three. We crushed them, or week four, we crushed them. We were playing them in a playoff game, divisional championship game, and I remember Seth Joyner. You know, I mean, he's he's assigned to Novacek on certain third downs, whatever. And I just remember Novacek, like, having a half a step on Seth and Troy just putting it on fingertips. And, like, I was like, they're so perfect. Wow. Like, it's just so perfect. Like, the execution level was so ridiculous. Like, if you just go back and watch the Cowboys in 92 and you watch their playoff run, yeah. like, you yeah. know, they blew out Buffalo. Yeah. Like, nobody could play with that team. No. And, you know, that, the next year free agency started. So they started losing Burline and, you know, they, they started losing players. But the play, the team they lost was a playoff team. Kevin Gogan. Like, they lost players that end up starting and being great players for a long time. They were so good and so deep. Like, Jimmy, what he did with that organization. But if you go Cowboys, like, I, I mean, I go back to Billy Joe Dupree. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I got, you know, it's interesting because what do you think of Ferguson? He's a good player. Yeah, Jake. Yeah, it was a big, that was that was a, a big game. It's Sunday. He was last year as a rookie. He came out of A and M. He was a fourth round pick. I thought he was a really good blocker last mm -hmm. year. But they had Dalton Schultz. He was kind of their go to guy. I think he had six or seven touchdown catches last year. But Ferguson is just he's he's just growing by leaps and bounds. That was a big deal last week. What he yeah, did. I thought so. Too. That was his best game so far. Um, but you all of a sudden you go okay, they've got a tight end they can throw to that can work the middle of the field, red zone. Like I feel like. They they learned a lot about Jake and what he can do in that game. So the other side is Dallas Goddard, and who I love. Yeah. And I think he's just a terrific player. Broken for him. Mm -hmm. You know, big loss for you. No doubt. They lost and they didn't lose him last year for four or five weeks. Yeah. 
I remember when it, they lost. He got hurt on that play against Washington, where if you remember, it was a he fumbled. Yes. Only because he got pulled down by his face mask. Right. They didn't he got call jerked the down. They didn't call the flag. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was. It was a dirty. It was a dirty play. It was. It was and, a dirty play. Yeah. And so he missed like a month or more, and they overcome. They overcame that. Um, this Albert O that they signed from Denver at the end of uh, preseason, like he's had days. He's a big guy. Like, I don't know what his role is going to be. Stoll's been a blocking tight end. You know, they've got guys. Um, you know, they might put an offensive tackle in there if they want a strong side run game. Like they'll cobble it together. But is, is there going to be Dallas Goddard running 18-yard outs or 15-yard comebacks? No, I don't think they're going to have that. It's interesting. We talk about the tight end day and the, the importance of the tight end. Cincinnati, who had struggled because Irv Smith really didn't do a lot. Caught a touchdown last week. He showed up. Yeah. And it was tight ends day, and he showed up. And yeah. they got a lot. They got the kid. Drew Sample. Yes. They had two. And the other kid, too, actually, the young kid, Hudson, Tommy yeah. Hudson. Tommy Hudson. Who actually. Because they let they let, they let Hurst go. Yes. You know, and he was a big part of, you know. Their and they like Hudson year. from, well, they've elevated him from the practice squad. Yeah. So, I mean, they're like like most teams, you know, you got to have three, and some teams play more than others at that position. Um, you know, but they, they, they get into those packages when they want to protect and they want to run a four-minute drill and, yeah. you know, they want to get mixing going. All right. So, it's time now for our midseason awards. It's week 10 that we're going into. Can you believe this week 10? See, I freaking hate it, right? Like, I want to go back to week five. Mm -hmm. I, I, I like October. I wish – October is 12 months a year. It's my favorite month. Yeah. Well, you've got great games. Like, the, the college football season heats up. Yeah. You know, you're getting, like, the matchups now. Yeah. Saturday night, noon on Saturday. Yeah. You know, and we then. Michigan, Penn, St Penn State this week. Where is that? Wow. Is that Penn State? It's a whiteout? Well, no, because it's the noon game. Oh, it's a noon game. Yeah. Okay. Not under the light. Should be Saturday night. They I, say, they say I, Michigan. I think Penn State. They say the, this Michigan team, though. Like, I know they're involved in whatever the scandal is. Like, hey, I, I, it's, yeah, it's whatever. But, you know, it's all, everybody's always attacking yeah, everybody yeah, else, right? Yeah. But anyways, they say this Michigan team might have the most players drafted from it on any college team ever. Now, Georgia. Georgia, I was about to Georgia say. Georgia had like 15 or 16 yeah. a couple of years ago. Obama. I'm just saying, like, they, they're saying Michigan has that Type of number. Listen, they're good. I mean, I'm not going to say they're not good because they're good. I mean, obviously. But they haven't played anybody. No, I know. I know. Like, you got to play somebody. Of course. Before I can tell, before I, I go salute you and genuflect, yeah. you got to play somebody. I agree. I so, agree. I'm curious to see how this game – we're going to learn a lot. But that's the problem. I, mean, I did college football for 10 years, and I loved it. I, I loved it. But the amount of games that I did over 10 years that were truly competitive – yeah, yeah. I mean, forget September is just, you know, Sisters of the Poor, right? Yeah. So it's just the money games. You get these total mismatches. You know you're going to be third-string quarterbacks are going to be out there. But even, I don't know, even last week, like, you know, LSU-Alabama was competitive. It was good. There was a lot of, you know, but, you know, LSU. That Milrow was. Milrow was too much. Ridiculous, yeah. But, you know, like a lot of these games, like, they're just not that competitive. Yeah. Best game this year, I saw Washington. Well, USC Washington Oregon. was great. Yeah, Washington Oregon was good. That was a really Oregon's a good team. Yeah, Oregon's a real good team. 
I'm, I'm, I'm curious. It's gonna, this Penn State, Penn State's going to play him tough. I like Drew Alar. At some point, I want you to analyze, do a Baldy's breakdown on Drew Alar, who's the quarterback for Penn State. And, you know, I had a nice game last week. I think the left I, tackle. I, I think I, the left tackle's top five pick. Yeah, yeah. Drew's got a nice arm. Okay. Got a real nice arm. Well, I'll watch the game this weekend. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious. I'll be, uh, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll get a good feel for it. You know what's going to be great next year is when they expand the playoff. I love that. 12. Like, I just think that's going to be. Oh, yeah. It's going to be like, it's going to rival the NFL playoff. Yes. Which, by the way, the last three years, now now that we're in November, the last three years, the playoffs have been unbelievable. Incredible. I mean, the comeback by Jacksonville, like, you couldn't leave you couldn't leave the TV for no, a second. No, Football's the best. All right. That's why we do this. All right. It's time now for our midseason awards. So, all right, let's do it. Let's, let's look up our coach of the year. So you go, okay. and then I'll go, yeah. or we'll, okay. we'll take turns. I'll go first. All right, coach of the year. So, like, I'm going straight Dan Campbell. I'm going Dan Campbell. They open up in Kansas City. People question, are the NFL making a mistake here? Detroit going into the world champions, like, what, what is that all about? They go in there. Obviously, there's no Kelsey. There's no Chris Jones, but they beat Kansas City. Yeah. They are an entertaining team. They're a tough team. They're fun to watch. They look well coached. They play a lot of young players that are good. Like I and I like Dan Campbell's touch on that team. I got listen, I love Dan Campbell. They're a highly competitive team. They're the favorite to win their division. They have to go do it. All that stuff. But if you're telling me coach of the year first, like to take the Detroit culture that had Matt Patricia, that had all these, all these guys that came through there, and you've turned that culture. With a quarterback that said he's a bat, you know, he, you're going to replace all those things they said he couldn't do, he's doing. You know what's interesting, too, is that he built on it. Like, he started the end of last year when they started playing. Even their last game when Up they beat Green, Green Bay. Like, he actually forward momentum. Impressive, but he's not my guy. Okay. My guy is, forgive me, Nick Sirianni. <laughs> all right. I love Sirianni. I know you do. I, I do. Well, here's why. All right, he's eight and one. I know. He lost both his coordinators. Yeah, true. He lost both your coordinators. He's eight and one. All the dude does is win football games. They're well coached. They don't beat themselves. He's got great play design. He's a great offensive guy. He's he's not an ego guy. He just is. He's a great freaking young coach. I agree, but for the most part, cuz. They've had the exact same offense of players two years in a row. Okay. Like, literally lined up with the same guy. Hey, look, great O-line. Great o I get it. Like, you know, A.J., Devontae, yeah. Jalen. Like, they're lining up with the same people. Like, you know what, that, how much of a luxury that is compared to, like, say, what the Giants are going through, you know, after what Dable won the coach of the year right. last year. You look at that just completely dismantled team. You're playing Tommy DeVito. Like, like to me, like – I'm not saying Nick shouldn't be the coach of the year. You're eight and one. You're the best team in football. Okay, like somebody's guiding the ship, but he does have like an abundance of riches. I mean, all right, but he doesn't lose. He lost one game. Yeah, I know. And it was the they should have won. He lost one game, and all they do is just play smart and mm -hmm. look. You, they got they're banged up in the in the back end of the of that secondary. I'm not saying they're all everybody's banged up, 
But it's not like he's had, you know, a, a, every advantage. I agree with you. You know, they're they, eight deep on the defense line. Nobody's hurt. Okay. They're all there every Sunday. Uh, yeah, I agree. Right? Back end, I'm talking about. I mean, he lives, he's in a he's in a culture that they say we'll bring Fletcher Cox back, we'll bring Brandon Graham back, we'll bring Darius Slay back, we'll bring James Brett. Ugh. Like they were going to lose all of them, put them out to pasture, let them go to free agency. He's in a franchise that kept them all. Yes. And I kudos to Howie Roseman. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. But I'm just saying, I think Nick is eight and one. All right. Lose your both coordinators. You know, he's done a nice job. Okay. So, I agree. I all agree. right. So that's our coach of the year. I mean, because I mean, I, Brian Harbaugh deserves you know votes and big time. Okay. Big, I lo we we love what Harbaugh's doing. Yep. He was on my short list. I look at Andy, and I, if I was going to go coordinator of the year, I we would go Spags mm -hmm. because of what they're doing in Kansas mm -hmm. City. All right, uh, our offensive rookie of the year, and to me, it's a layup. Yeah, CJ. Yeah. CJ yeah. Stroud. Yeah. He's uh, presently going into week 10. He's thrown 14 touchdowns, one interception. He's got a 500 team. They're with a rookie coach. Yeah. A rebuild. Like, you know, they're building this thing from the floor up. What about him? He's doing a nice job. D'Amico Ryan's doing a great job. Oh, he, man. Like he's, nobody's, got, nobody's got traps. Like D'Amico. D'Amico's, um, he looks like he can still play some middle linebacker. But, uh, you know, look, it's, uh, you know, that was a lost franchise for a decade. Just lost. Ownership, you know, uh, GM, coaches, um, you know, in yeah. one year, yeah. they're turning this thing around. Yeah. You got to go back to Matt Schaub era. Yeah. Yeah. Billy yeah. O'Brien, Matt Schaub. Yeah. They had, you know, and then Deshaun. For yeah. a while, but it's it's been a little it's it's been a big break. Yeah. But you know, but he's terrific. But CJ has been unbelievable. Yeah. Well, if you watch our podcast religiously, you'll know that we love CJ Stroud. Yeah. Love CJ Stroud. He's fantastic. All right. Uh defensive player of the year. Now I think I know where you're going. Well, I mean, there's there's candidates out there. Like Are like you going spoon man. Well, Look, there's. So you're talking about defensive player of the year. Yeah, rookie. rookie. Oh, rookie, rookie. Yeah. So it's it's a little bit. I'm a little bit like I love Devin Witherspoon. Yeah, Byron Young with the Rams right He's now. A spoon man, I know you love. I, I love Devin Witherspoon. Yeah. I love yeah. that kid. Yeah, you know the the pick six against the Giants. Yeah. the way that he hits. Uh, first corner. I, I his, agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah. Now he wasn't tested much last yeah. week against the Ravens. He didn't have to do much. Wasn't tested much by yeah. Cleveland, but he'll, you know, he, he, you'll just watch number 21 and just, he's you know, when you watch He's now. a baller, man. Yeah. He's a baller. I, I promise you, this is my last uh, Eagle selection. You're going, you're going Jalen? Jalen Carter? I mean. No, I mean, look, I, I don't have any problem I mean, with it. I mean, I, you know, listen, I'm not trying to beat Joe. We, I know we're in NFL films in the shadow of Philadelphia, but. Jalen Carter, what? You know, Let me ask you a question. Disruptor. He's he's a freaking. What, what would you do to block him? Well, I I, I wouldn't want him one on one. Yeah, like what would you do? But why don't they start him? I don't understand it. Tries to be insane, ball. What in the world like, are they I doing? I would be giving him more stop, 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 stop. Like they're starting Milton Williams. Nothing against Milton or anybody else. I know. Like why is this Jalen special? Jordan Davis. Like why is anybody else starting beside Jalen Carter? I mean, so have you broken him down? Yeah. Like, yes. in depth. He's an advanced. He's, you know, listen, he's from Apopka, Florida. 
Okay, yeah. outside of Orlando. Warren Sapp is from a pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm tight with Warren. Sometimes he gets on me real hard when I make, you know, I, I say some things that are a little fluffy or whatever, you know. Like he shoots me down pretty fast. But, you know, he's Sapp, so yeah, yeah. You know, he's allowed. So he's like, he's telling me about Apopka. Like there's, there's this side of town and there's this side of town. You know, he's from this side of town. So he's like, you know, you tell Jalen, when you're from Apopka, you show up and you show out. That's it. That's what you do. So, you know, so Sapp's, you know, Sapp wanted to work with them some this year. Uh, the Eagles, I, you know, I'm not sure. But anyways, Jalen Carter, like, like you saw, you saw in, you saw spurts at Georgia, but, you know, they, you know, they were so deep. He's on the field for five plays, he's off for five plays. Like, he's got an advanced pass rush ability inside, like, almost nobody else. Like, he's got a swim. He's got a swat. Like, his power swat is as good as anybody in this business. Like, he got, and he moves big people. Yeah, some of these guards are 340 pounds, and yeah. he moves them, and he goes right through them. Like, his power, and then when you, like, I, they had that uh, night in preseason, cuz, where they had, um, they, they had the big uh, open open thing at Lincoln Financial Field. Right, right, the open practice. So, I, I was down the sidelines, and I was just watching the defensive line, so I was just watching Jalen just go through his moves. And when you look at him physically, he's actually built like a perfect defensive tackle. He's not too short. He's 6'4". Right. But his legs aren't high cut. His legs from his waist down, it's just a block of granite. Like, he's so balanced. But he's got an ability to change direction. You remember that play against Tampa? He rushed the pass, so circled back, and then knocked the ball out. Like, you know, like he plays the game the right way. He does. Plays the game he, the right way. That's the thing that surprised me. Like, I knew he was good. But, like, we all knew, you know, coming out of college, the whole thing, and we knew the whole backstory. But I'm surprised how, like, his football IQ is really through the roof. Well, and his effort is, too. Like, he yeah. plays with great effort. That's why I don't understand why they don't start him. Like, if I'm an offensive guard, right, and I'm or center, and I'm going to up to see – if I'm Kansas City this weekend, I'm Trey Smith. Like, I'm happy that Jalen Carter's not on the field right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's their best player. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go defensive player of the year. There's a couple candidates here. But, and you know, you know, I'm a huge Max Crosby fan, and he's having, he's a, having a great year. But it's hard to go against what T.J. Watt's doing. Yeah. You know, because he's got interceptions. Yeah. He's got touchdowns. Yeah. He's got fumble recoveries. He's got he's sacks. So ridiculously. I mean, he's, he's – Like, just, they're winning these games because of their defense. Yeah. And he's out there, like – you know, I, I'm watching him week one. He gets three sacks against San yeah. Francisco. San Francisco can't – they can't move the ball at all down the field. Um, I love Max. And Max, nobody plays more snaps than he does. Nobody has more tackles than he does. I don't know that anybody has more pressures. But TJ is making more big splash plays. So it's – it's like I could give it to Max and I'd be fine with it. And maybe he really is the guy, but I'm going to go TJ right now. Yeah, I, I love TJ. I, I I would I have him down too. Um, if I were to go different, you know, I love I love Aiden Hutchinson. Mm -hmm. I, I loved him at Michigan, and he's a heart and soul guy of that defense. Mm -hmm. That defense you talked about earlier, they're really really good. That front, and it's because of Hutchinson, man. 
Hutch's a big deal. Like, I'm, look, I'm not leaving Micah Parsons out of the conversation. Yeah, well, He's in the conversation. Geez. I mean, to me, it's Micah, Max, and it's TJ right now. Agreed. I agree. Okay. Now, you know, somebody else could come up in the second half. Daniil Hunter. Yeah. Leads the league in sacks. Yeah. Daniil's playing great. He forced a fumble last yeah. week. Um, you know, Mike, Mike, and listen, I love just watching him. If you just, like, when you do one of those, you, well, you know, the thing about one of those baldy breakdowns where you just watch him, Micah, like, he's, you can't take your eyes off. No, you can't. So, you know, when you look, when you get down to the nuts and bolts of scouting, I don't care what sport it is, baseball. Well, what you study is you study movement. Yeah. That's what you basically yeah. study. It's an art. Yeah. So when you watch Micah move, nobody else moves like him. Nobody slashes like him. Nobody yeah. changes direction. Nobody stays on their feet. You know, he loves to be in called, uh, you know, the hungry lion. Penn State, he loves it. But, like, he, he's like a lion. Well, his ability to change direction, chase the, pra, uh, chase the prey, it's, you know, and – it doesn't matter if it's Jalen Hurts or if it's Lamar Jackson. Like, if one of these guys are, are on the move and, and he's chasing you, he's going to catch you. He's going to get you. And he just has relentless effort. Yeah, he does. He's a – what a player. What a player. I, you know what's funny about, like, whether it's Jalen Carter or Micah Parsons? You hear it all the time right now with Jalen because Jalen was the ninth player taken or the tenth, whatever. Like, all these teams have passed. The Raiders passed on him. You know, the Bears passed on him. They took an offense line. Like, you, you, you know, all this team, the Giants passed to Micah Parsons. Okay. They took Cardarius Tony. Like, the teams that pass on, like, you should never let them off the hook when they miss. You just shouldn't because the fans deserve, the Giant fans deserve Micah Parsons. Yes. They deserve that. And when you miss on the player, the need never goes away. Yeah. And when you have a chance to have a legendary player in your building, that the fans can get behind, buy the shirts, market merchandise, mar market the whole thing, the way Micah is like that. Like you just can't miss on that opportunity because they don't—they're not in every draft. No, no, no. You're spot on. All right, uh, offensive player of the year so All right. far. Like I'm going to sound like a homer here. AJ. Yeah, I'm going AJ. Like if, like right now, the Eagles no way are, are eight and one. Without with AJ's not here. No, there's no way they don't no. beat the Reds. They will beat the Commanders probably one of the times. No. Um, he's been completely dominant. He's been a dominant player. Yeah, you know. So I, I like I, I know um, Tyreek is certainly. See, that's who I would I would say. Listen, AJ's ridiculous. So yeah, I'm with you. Uh, Tyreek, I wrote Tyreek down only because he just makes it impossible to defend. Like. Spag, which is why I thought Spags did such an amazing job, but he just, he, he's such a problem. It's just, like, he just is a headache, mm -hmm. right? He's a headache. Yeah, I mean, you could double him, it doesn't make any difference. No, I'm, I'm, I'm but, you know, Tyreek, look, he's, he pre presents a, a totally different set of issues, but you saw the Chiefs shut yeah. him down last week. We saw New England shut him down. Um, you know, the Eagles did a good job against him. I, you know, I just think that... Um, AJ's, yeah. AJ to me is just I like would you rather have a big power forward or a small power forward? AJ. I'd rather have big power forward. Okay. I would. I would. I'm out, I'm just throwing at Tyreek and just in No, but I mean I, look, Tyreek is amazing. Amazing. Only because here's the thing. Those guys that can run through a, a cover two, 
Yeah, no, I mean, look, I'm Eddie Amarty. No, no, that I mean, actually can make cat like that. No, he's 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 on a football. He just player. has a different speed, and he's just like I I I still think about like one of the most underrated players, but you know, he he sometimes drove you nuts. Was Deshaun Jackson? Hmm? Like Deshaun Jackson was ridiculous. Like I think he has the most sixty-plus yard touchdown plays. Yeah, touched it sixty-yard touchdowns. Pump returns, runs, catches in NFL history, like more than Jerry Rice. It was I an mean, amazing 15 I mean, year run. What he did, well, his stride he, was unmatched. It was ridiculous. When you had LaShawn McCoy yeah. and Deshaun Jackson, I mean, that offense was wow. Yeah. You know, he was a center fielder growing up. He played, and he you played watched him track a ball like, what a, what a player. Do you know who his teammate was on that little league team? Chase. No, he was, was Richard Sherman. Richard, oh, Richard Sherman. Sherman. He played with Richard Sherman. Oh, Chase went to UCLA. Or, or but they, they, they were from Compton. You know, they, but they. Um, Richard Sherman. They're Long Beach guys. Really? Yeah. They played in the same baseball team growing up. Wow. Yeah. You could see those, like those. I, I have this conversation all the time with, because uh, I do this youth sports mm-hmm. podcast, Yo Kid Sports. And we talk about, you know, playing multiple sports. You know. It's important. Well, you know, the old baseball thing with tracking a ball is is real. Yes. You you spend your days playing 500, and you're just, like, whacking balls in the center field, and you're just tracking a ball. Like, as soon as the ball comes off the bat, you know where you got to go. Right. You know the distance. You know the arc, the whole thing. You know it after a while. And then you see guys that just can never find the ball. You know, you know they didn't play baseball. Right. They're looking over the wrong well, shoulder. The wrong shoulder. They yeah. don't know how to track it. Yeah. And then you look at players that can track a deep ball. Uh, they make these amazing catches, uh, and you go, they probably played baseball. And is there any better sp- uh, sport that prepares you for football than wrestling? No. The best, uh, every every single football player that was a great wrestler, it transferred. Ray Lewis, state champion of Florida wrestler, Tony Siragusa. You go through the list of guys that were great wrestlers, it helped make them great football players. Balance. Uh, leverage is a big thing. <clears throat> Understanding leverage. Micah Parsons was a wrestler. Like, I, I, I kid Mark Mike all the time. He tackles like he's on the mat. Like, he takes guys down like it's a two-point takedown. Like, he's a great tackler. But that's how you score points in wrestling. Anthony, are you watching this? <laughs> all right. Because you need to wrestle this year. He wants to play basketball. I think I get – Anthony's my son. Yeah. I got to get him wrestling i think wrestling would do good for anybody discipline yeah um just one-on-one mano mano like you and him who's better that like there's no you can't hide when you're in the middle of a mat all right mvp is our big award like the movie here the mvp to me there's there's no there's only one guy it's not even close really yeah and he's in the afc it's i mean to me it's lamar yeah there you go bro yeah I mean, not even close. And I got a chance to see Lamar's him last week. Like, yeah, let's call, like, I'm saving this because can you get me some Lamar? Yeah. Like, get Lamar. me some Lamar. Like, his, like, Lamar's been just ridiculous. Like, he just is just different as a thrower than everybody else. What, now, what's he done from, say, well, the, he, last first of all, year? You realize right now. That he leads the league in completion percentage. <laughs> like almost 72%. Yeah, Number one in the whole league. Like, that's oh, a, you, you go Burrow, yeah. you go, you know, 
pick a guy. Holmes, right. Number one. Yeah. He's been so what has made what's been his the key to his ascension? Because we're watching right now. Well, I think a lot of it is his his confidence. Like he's just a very confident guy. Yeah. He carries himself very confidently. And part of it is he's just the most talented player. Like he he can throw with his feet set and be perfectly set and throw. Like he jumps on his throw. But it's a perfect throw to Mark Andrews. Yeah. But you watch him come on this bootleg fake and he's got pressure in front of him. So, like, a lot of guys yeah. right here would probably try to run around this Yes, defender. yes. Watch what Lamar does. Wow. He throws through him and, and takes the hit. But look at the, the, look at the release. It's here to here. Yeah. Like, it's an ollie punch. Yeah. It so, a, it, it's, it's, it's like, catch too. but the thing is right now, like, this sounds cliche, but the ball goes where he wants it to go. Like that throw is he's in the middle of the end zone. He's on the V of Ravens yeah, in the yeah, end zone. Yeah, yeah. And he's throwing a, you know, 10 yard out across the field. And like that's Tariq Woolen in coverage right here on Rashad Bateman. Like he can break with the best of them, but the ball beats the break. Wow. But what I mean, he's throwing to the far side of the field. Yeah. With like just on a rope. I mean, look at this release. It's a snap. Yeah. Like, it's just a whip, right? Yeah. Like, it reminds me of Randall. Yeah. But, it's not, but yeah. Randall was long. Longer. Like, longer, yeah. kind of yeah. loopy. But his is just a snap. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. I, I talk about my little one, and we talk about working on the towel. Yeah. Right? When you when you snap the towel. Yeah. That's what that release looks like. Well, here it is right here. Here he's, he's throwing to Isaiah Likely. He's snapping the towel. Like, watch this release. Like, he's got a defender coming right wow, at him, and he sick. drops it sidearm. Yeah. Like, there it is. It. And he buzzes his ear. But even though, yeah, and, and the, the, the player's coming, he's right in front of him. Yeah. And he throws it like he's bending right around his, the oak tree. Yeah. Yes. 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 Bend it like Lamar. But, but, look, at, but look at the location. Yeah, it's, it's on the money. It's stride. It's right on he the He picks like up another five. Because it's so good, he picks up another 10 yards in, in yes. yak. Yes. So Odell here is on the right hand side. Like this is what he, like it, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like it, yeah. it's a you know it's just a, a little rub route against man coverage, but like it's just a snap release. Well, you know what? It's quick. It's very it's quick. It's really really quick. The other thing too is, and I don't know. I mean, to me, his recognition, like he's he knows what the where to go with the ball. Yeah, like. He, he's elevated his game that he put the work in. Like, he knows where to go with the football. And I think that, you know, when you're like, when you have his gift of his arm, his athleticism, the whole thing, and you couple that with your mind, that's MVP. Well, his throws are so tight. There it is. Wow. Like, who were, like, every throw yeah. is... Like, he's hitting a moving target. Yeah. You know, it's like those skeet shooters yeah. that shoot those clay pigeons. Yeah. Like, he's hitting everyone cool. in stride. Yeah. Like, this is like, look, they, they're, they're a big short passing team. Like, the ball gets out quick, and 
that it, it's good for the offense. But, but even right here, like he's got a double hitch, okay? Like the feet aren't, don't marry, but he doesn't have to because his arm is so good. Like he, he, he pumps left. He doesn't like it. And he sees Andrews in the middle of the field. You know what's amazing is that his feet don't match. No. And when you look at him on that play like that, that is what gets guys in trouble. We saw that with Zach Wilson yesterday. We were talking about it and how it gets him in trouble where, you know, like oh. his arm is so sick. Like he's got a sick arm, dude. Yeah. It, it's just like this throw to, to Beckham here. Like here he is right in the seam. So Lamar's just running around. Like, like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like he's not doing a lot of this, but he's like, all right, I'm in the eye of the storm. Yeah. Reverses field, moves into now space, he's just, now he's just like completely across his body. He's like a boxer who's just, you know, riding yeah. a bike back. Look, look, look how he's throwing his ball. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Look at the location. Two between two defenders. That's. Pretty special. Yeah. No, I mean it's clearly, but Lamar, you know, you can, decision making. The uh, the Ravens, like it's halfway. There's a lot of things can happen, but it's hard to find. Are like, they you your know, surprise team so far? Yeah. 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 Like the, I I don't know who's going to go in there and win. Like Cleveland comes there this weekend. You know I don't think their offense is good enough to beat the Ravens. Yeah. Defensively they're very good. It should be a, a clash, but man Baltimore has. They got the kicker. Yep. They got special teams. They've got elite defense. They lead the league in sacks. They've got an offensive line that's together. They've got this running game. They got Lamar can just rescue you no matter what you do. That's right. And now they got all these guys he's throwing to. I mean, it's it, it's it's just sick. All right. Uh, it's one more game this week before the the weekend yeah. starts. TNF Thursday night football. And it's Carolina mm -hmm. and Chicago. And I, talk about quarterback play. We touched on a little bit, but what's going on with Bryce, man? Like, we, we, you know, it's funny. We talk about Lamar throwing off some back foot, this and that. Bryce tried to do that, and, and he just looked two pick sixes. What's going on with Bryce Young? Well, first of all, He's got one legitimate target, Thielen. Like, Thielen has 62 catches. The next closest receiver has 20. There's a 42-catch difference. Yeah. The ball goes to Thielen. So, if you take Thielen away, he gets, like a lot of guys, like, okay, well, where's my tight end? Who's my back? So, they hasn't been protected particularly well. But it, it, it's, it's early. So, a lot of guys can struggle early. But... He doesn't play big. Mm. And it looks to me like his size on an NFL field, it looks like it's an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Drew Brees, it never looked like an issue to me. He's a Colin Murray. Like, it, he, his size never really was an issue. There were other things. But Colin Murray didn't have it. He didn't. His size didn't bother me. Well, it did. It did bother me because I think he had a hard time throwing the ball outside the numbers. I think, like, I actually, he threw the ball well outside the numbers in the middle of the field. I don't think he threw the ball in the middle of the field. I think there was sometimes he he didn't find the right windows. It was possible. Like I think there was ways to defend Kyler. Um, Listen, he, I, I know he had issues. I'm just talking about 
Bryce Young feels small to me, like you said. I agree with you. Mary, like, I saw Mary succeed. Like, I saw Mary look good, mm -hmm. and which belied his size. Mm -hmm. Well, he got out of the pocket. He moved. He bought time. Like, he's an elite. Nice guy. arm. I asked him one time. I said, dude, how fast are you? Like, has anybody ever timed you? Because he didn't time at the combine. He was hurt. You know, he goes, yeah, I think Baldy, like, high school, I think they got me at a 4-2. Never got timed at, you know, A&M, at Oklahoma. Like, I think he was in the four twos. And sometimes you don't even have to know. You just, nobody catches you. Yeah. Like, nobody catches you from behind. But it's a good point. So, Carolina in Chicago. So, I, you know, I, I guess Justin Fields might be ready. I mean, but Tyson Bajan has started the last three games. Honest to God, like, I, I know if you look at the stats, he's got six interceptions and, you know, okay. But, Team goes up and down the field with him. Yeah, yeah. Like he sees the field. He's got really good athleticism. He can run, get away from trouble. Like he sees the field. You know what's interesting? I watched Darnell Mooney actually start to flourish again. Yeah, because Darnell Mooney could play a little he's, bit. He, I he, think he's, he's a good got player. ability. Darnell Mooney's got ability. And for whatever reason, Fields and Mooney were never on that same page. It's true. Um, so, you know, like I'm not Tyson Bajan. Like he's been impressive. Period. You go from yeah. Shepherd College to. Yeah. The NFL, you beat the Raiders your first game, and you play great. Now, look, he, he he went up and down the field last week. Like, I don't know, D.J. Moore had a ball ripped out of his hands. D.J. Moore's got a touchdown in his hands. Paulson and Debo knocks it out. Like, the the ball is perfectly thrown. Um, I'm not defending him. Look, the, the, the fumble at the end of the game is a fumble at the end of the game. You know, yeah. trying to do too much, but you're behind. You're trying to make a play. Um, but he does a lot of impressive things. I agree with you. I, 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 I caught one of the – I caught – well, I was looking at it last week, and somebody made the statement like, Justin Fields, look at what he's doing. So you, you can see in the field. Yes. You see in the field, and he's making quick decisions. And I mean, look at Cole Komet. I mean, he's really linked Cole up. Cole Komet well. caught two touchdown yeah. passes last week. Like, even the inter his first interception was to Cole Komet. Yeah. And, you know, New Orleans playing his own defense, and Cole Komet stops in the, in the zone, and he waits on the ball. And Paulson Debo jumped right in front of him. And I'm like, Look, they're going to blame the quarterback, but the receiver's got to come back to the ball. And I yeah. said it on a breakdown. Yeah. Don't you know that Cole Komet this week in Chicago said, that interception's on me. Yeah. Like, I got to help my quarterback out. Yeah. He's, he's giving me a chance to catch yeah. it on third down, and I'm waiting on it. Yeah. <clears throat> you got to go get it. Got to go get, get it. it. All right, so it'll be interesting. Chicago and uh, Carolina. And then, listen, week 10's not as sexy as week 9. Week 9 was ridiculous. But there'll still be some great games. We'll go over all that on Friday's edition of the All NFL podcast for the All City Networks. For Baldy, I'm Cuz. We love you. See you Friday. Mm -hmm. 